What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. We're going to live the good life. What's happening, everybody? Once again, it's Sunday. Yes, Sunday, 6 p.m. Close enough. A little after, a little before. It's all good. All gravy. So, let's get on and let's get down and let's get today's show. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and fade this out. It's kind of cool. Got it down to it's the good life. I hope. My video's not coming in too choppy. I'm seeing I got a lot of stuff going on. Hold on, let's make sure that there's no extra audio as I got my studio monitors and all that other good stuff on. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here, going full nerd. And as you kind of saw today, you 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 see it. You 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 clicked on the you clicked on it. You wanted to figure out what we were talking about today. And as always, let me go ahead and bring the episode thumbnail back up. We're going to have the official Going Full Nerd review of Jupiter's Legacy. Yes, Jupiter's Legacy, which released on Netflix this past Friday. So, without further ado... You notice a do I'm, I'm, I'm getting the vocabulary up. We're going to make this work. So let's get the shameless plug out the way and get into what we plan on getting into today. Shameless plug. Let's hear it. What's up, everybody? It's shameless plug time. So thanks for checking out the podcast going full nerd. Make sure you like, share and subscribe everywhere possible so look for going full nerd on youtube facebook instagram goingfullnerd.com and my twitter handle onyxxx1969 you can also listen to the audio version on its home 
anchor.fm, but also on Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast listening pleasure. Hey, guys, let's get on with the show. You know, sometimes I like just lip singing with that part, you know? <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. That's what I do. I mean, come on, man. We got to have fun with this. What's happening to my man, Ernest? What's going on? Glad to see you inside. Glad to see you inside the show. Now, if you're watching, let me know you're here. Either join into the live chat or go ahead and hit the thumbs up. And if you haven't already done so, go ahead and subscribe. Let's talk about Jupiter's legacy. I mean, a lot of people got on the mind. I'm going to talk about Dogecoin, Dogecoin on Wednesday's live broadcast. But let's talk about Jupiter's legacy. Let's talk about Jupiter's legacy. Let's give you some thoughts from the going full nerd side. The nerd side, all right? You know, here's the deal. Superheroes are not always just DC and Marvel. You know, they, they, just, they don't own the copyright on the term superhero. I mean, there's all sorts of superheroes, people, independent books, all sorts of stuff like that. And there's many, many more outside of what is seen in the media today or some of the more recognizable. But as always, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna compare these things to the recognizable ones. I mean, it, it's going to happen. I'm going to do it today. Um, I'm going to do it when I talk about Jupiter's legacy. It, it is what it is. So. When Netflix signed the deal with Mark Millar, okay, he's the writer. He's the writer of this. Okay, let's go ahead and put it out there. So when he um when he signed that deal, people didn't realize what that truly, truly, truly meant. Now, that was probably one of the best moves that was ever made for Netflix and for Mark Millar. Now, I'm going to talk about Jupiter's legacy. I told you, this is what we're going to say. Here's the deal. I have never, ever read the source material for Jupiter's legacy. I've never read the comic book, never seen it, okay? But I'm going to talk about me watching the Netflix show. So here, here's the deal, folks. Here's the deal. Mark Millar, he's a, he's a writer. And he made some pretty awesome stories for the comic book companies or the devils that we know. Okay? He, he wrote Superman Red Sun, the comic book. Now, I'm talking comic book. Okay? He created and wrote The Authority. This was a comic book under DC Comics, um, Wildstorm imprint. He's responsible for the Ultimates at Marvel. This was an alternate version of the Avengers on which the movie Avengers were loosely adapted from. Think about this, okay? Um, Civil War, the original Civil War. Hey, yeah, the one the movie was adapted from, Mark Millar. Okay? Mastermind behind it, okay? The Ultimate X-Men. Huh? 
Okay? Not the uncanny, but the alternate version, one that was with the ultimates and everything. Okay? And a story that's becoming more and more popular again in comics now, the original version of Old Man Logan. Okay? So he's 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 got some serious successful writing cred. Now, back in 2004, Mark Millar launched Miller World. Millar World, okay, as a creator online. And you got some great stories and some great comic books and graphic novels out of that. But there were some that have been adapted into movies, okay? Movies like Wanted with Angelina Jolie, right? Morgan Freeman, right? Remember that? Then you got Kick-Ass. Yo, Kick-Ass, you know? The, the movie that launched two Quicksilvers. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, right? Kick-Ass, kick ass, hit girl. I mean, hey, pretty damn decent. And then one of my favorites, hey, one of my favorites, hey, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Yo, Kingsman, yo, Eggie, you can't beat this stuff. He created those. He wrote those stories. So where was Jupiter's legacy? Now, I'm going to admit, I probably skipped reading the Jupiter's Legacy comic because of Frank Quietly's artwork. He was the artist that collaborated with Mark Millar on the comic book. And I'm not a big fan of his style. I mean, he draws people with like big ass heads and the lines and it's not very, you know, he's, you know, some people like him. He's very popular. He's pretty good. But it just didn't do it for me. He wrote like the new X. I mean, he drew like the new X-Men stuff. It, it didn't look good. Uh, characters like Cassandra Nova, faces kind of scrunched in, big ass heads, Charlie Brown heads. You know, that's how it felt to me. That's what. So I kind of probably skipped Jupiter's Legacy because this was his book and his art style when he did that. But it is what it is. Now, Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix, you know, is telling a story. All right. It's telling the story. Parallel story. Now, these parallel stories in the comic books, parallel stories work well because you do an issue with one thing or maybe a front side, back side. And all that. It, it can really get a little unnerving when you do those with um, when you do those with uh, what's the best way for me to say it? When you do it in a movie, but this one was, or TV show, this one was done pretty well. Now, it gives us the origins of these superheroes and the changes that they go through as time progresses. All right. Now, here's the deal. The past and the present, it really gives me a vibe as how comic book fans are kind of reacting today as we look and as they look for more brutal solutions versus the simpler times of comic books and superheroes where we oversimplify the choices in storytelling. There's always a good guy. There's always a bad guy. There's no gray. There's only recently we start getting more gray areas where we start getting your anti-heroes, where you start getting your punishers, where people say, well, Superman has had enough and he snapped the neck. People will say Captain America has had enough and he just let loose and he killed a guy. No, he kills people. He fought in a war, you know, things like that. So what we have here is 
a set of superheroes who established a code. Okay? They established a code. No killing. Basically, traditional comic book trope. And it moves forward. And, you know, times change. People change. Things get more violent. Things get crazier. And the superheroes didn't change. And they held the younger superheroes to this code. That's kind of the basic premise. And I'll, sorry I didn't mention it, but it's in the description. Spoilers may follow. So here's the deal. The story has a lot of elements that remind me of the Kingdom Come comic book storyline um, that DC Comics had. All right. Now, here's the thing. It was, it, it was the storyline from Kingdom Come was Superman had retired because of some real brutal actions by the younger heroes. And he was like, I'm done. I'm gone. And then these more brutal superheroes, brutal supervillains started basically tearing everything up without a regard for life, without a regard for property. Some of the things that traditional superhero stories, which are big traditional heroes usually cared about. So here's the thing. You know, the legacy heroes, the kids in this one, they had no problems killing or they don't see why they shouldn't be able to meet destructive force that the villains are putting on them. And I'm going to agree, like, let's looking in the chat. Yes, Omar, millennial heroes versus the OGs. That's how it feels. That's how it feels. More so, not so much physical fighting, but in ideology. So. Here's the deal. The show on Netflix is deep, but it's really exploring what happens when heroes have children and the weight of the world falls upon them and the decisions they make. Okay? The Union, which is the name of the good guy superhero team, relative terms. Okay? They're this world's version of the Justice League. I mean, they're, they're this world's Avengers. I mean, it's you know, very loose. I mean, utopian. He's a Superman archetype. Um, you know, they didn't really, you know, try to make direct copies of Justice League or Avengers. You know, they got their own eclectic mix, but it is what it is. And here's the deal, you know. The heroes, meaning the younger ones, are really getting tired of seeing their friends die as the criminals live because the OG heroes, okay, as the because the OGs stick to the code. No killing, we apprehend, we bring them in. This is an argument I have with people online regarding Batman. You know, Batman doesn't kill, but he sure will beat the hell out of you. Okay. I think that this is a case of that where we know these heroes are going to beat the hell out of you, but they're going to refuse to kill you. Now, here's the thing. We get all the implied stuff. Oh, with the accidental damage with Batman, he's going to kill him. He's going to kill him. Superman, he's going to kill him. You know, he hits a thug in the chest with his super strength. How do you know the thug isn't dead? Batman's throwing explosive batarangs at people and they're not dying. I mean, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, but 
you know, hey, it's comics. It's what it is. It's what it is. So, but you got the younger heroes getting real ticked off. I mean, there's a couple of decent superhero fight scenes in here, which I look at and I'm like, wow, these are great. Special effects, the choreography, the way it all put together, the storyline, it is good. Okay? It is good. Is it perfect? No, but it is good. Okay. So here's the deal. At only eight episodes for this first season, all right, it has a very good mix of past and present storytelling, with the past storyline being a little more a little more involved. I'm not gonna say it's less fleshed out or more fleshed out than the present day but it is equally confusing, okay? There's a lot of human relation dynamic going on and a lot of assumptions and innuendos that you got to really watch closely to kind of pick and uh, to pick it out because there is a major twist at the end. There is a major twist. I'm not going to bust out the major twist, but the true villain is shown, okay? And it is what it is. But here's the deal. The subplots are actually piecing together pretty damn well. Uh, Past is connecting to present, though it has not done so completely by the end of season one. So I can't wait until they announce if they're going to have a season two, because, I mean, I want to see the rest of it. And I know they didn't follow the comic book directly. They never do. Okay, so, I mean, what what can we do on this one? So I am actually going to start looking at the comic book, see where they pulled storylines from, and see what's going out. So (laughs) it's just a matter of figuring out where it's all going to go. Now, I've got to give the actors in this their just due. Every actor in this was had did their job extremely well. Each episode had me waiting for the next, not because of the special effects or the action, but because the story kept my attention. It did. It was not overly dramatic. Nobody overacted. You know, the rebellious children vibe that is kind of present throughout the whole show, it's a little too much. It could be a little bit more subtle. It's not perfect. But it could be a little more subtle. I mean, you know, a a superhero coke fiend. I'm going to throw it out there. There's a superhero coke fiend. You know, the amount of sex in this surely makes it not a superhero film for kids. Okay? It makes sure that it's not a superhero show for kids. It is what it is. Okay? But... Like I say, the rebellious kid vibe is just a little too much. They could tone it back just a teeny weeny bit. So what does your boy Onyx give Jupiter's legacy? Well, 
other than the rebellious kids, which I'm going to dock it for a little bit, the back and forth storytelling between past and present. I noticed how they wanted to kind of merge it together, but at times I found it slightly distracting. So that's going to take a little bit off the scale, but overall, I enjoyed it. The special effects were great. The costumes for a superhero universe-based film were excellent. I'm going to be honest. People say spandex does not look good in live action. I mean, it may or may not look good in live action, but what they did for this looked real good. You know, I still don't understand why superheroes got to wear capes. You know, the uniforms in this actually reminded me of, what was that Disney thing, Sky High? You ever seen that? It, it reminded me of the commander from Sky High. That's what the Utopian and Prodigy and, and Lady Liberty and those guys reminded me. It reminded me of Sky High. So just think of this as a darker version of Sky High, which is a guilty pleasure of mine. I mean, that's a guilty pleasure movie. It wasn't the greatest, but it's a guilty And, you know, we're getting a lot more of this finding out what's going on with legacy heroes because this show delves into it and the fact that you got Invincible showing on Hulu, that's also showing what happens when you have superpowered kids rebelling against their superpowered parents for one reason or another. So, what do we give it? What does it get? Well, on the going full nerd scale, boom. Jupiter's Legacy will get a solid four out of five. Not perfect, but it deems itself a very good watch. Something that a lot of you, I think, will be interested in. Now, actors, yes, Josh Duhamel, he kind of looks a little bit like Kurt Russell with the beard going out. I kind of felt real cool. It was real awesome because the minute I announced that I was going to do a review live stream, I put it on Twitter. And the the cool part was that one of the actresses actually put a heart on my Twitter post and said, all right, I love it. I love it. I love it. I put a little thing on Instagram and I put, when I was watching Jupiter's Legacy, I put a little Instagram picture up and the person that put the one heart on my Twitter post was Elena Camporas, the actress that played Chloe inside Jupiter's Legacy. So it kind of made me feel a little good. I don't know if it was a bot on her Twitter account, but that was kind of cool. I kind of dug it. It lets me know that I'm getting seen every so often. So you can't, you can't complain on that. That's all right. That's all right. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hulu. I, I, I made it wrong. If I make a mistake, it is what it is. Okay. Invincible is on prime. You get a no prize. I mean, you know, I was watching my, my hero academia on, on Hulu. My bad. Animated features. When you watch so much stuff, it gets a little jumbled. Uh, but anyway, four out of five, decent. Good to watch. So check it out, everybody. As always, I'm doing a stream every Sunday, doing a stream or dropping a video by every Wednesday. Tried to do 
Saturday, Sunday, it's it's a lot on me. It, it really is a lot on me. So I'm doing my thing. And speaking of being on the road to 5,000 subscribers, this is the thing that's killing me. I've actually lost subscribers. <laughs> Yo, hey, hey, but you know what? I could care less. The ones that stay, the ones that join, that's what's going to make it worth it. I want to hit 5,000 before the end of the year. That will be great. I mean, hey, you look at it from this, from my point of view. Not everybody is going to like what I say. Not everybody's going to enjoy my reviews or my opinions, as I like to call them. Not a lot of people agree with my opinion, but that's okay. We all got to have our own guilty little pleasures, and I just tell you how I feel about mine. People should be able to express it, say it, you can like it, you can not like it, but it's all good. Hey, and <laughs> you may not get Hulu there, but hey, alternate means sometimes you got to watch the alternate means. Hey, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to sign off for the rest of the day. We're going to try to sign off on a good note. I got to put it out there to all everybody, please. If your mom is still there, wish her a happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to everybody else. Happy Mother's Day. Enjoy. Have fun. Appreciate those around you, wives, moms, mother figures. And I'm going to say happy Mother's Day to some of you mothers. And that's a different mother. Check the spelling. It's over in Urban Dictionary. <laughs> anyway, I got jokes. Hey. Remember, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Send it to me on Twitter. Send it in a DM. I'll say it for you. And matter of fact, I really, you know, say if you want to say something, say it. Send me a message on Twitter and say, this is what I want you to say. I'm thinking about doing a whole video on stuff that I could say that people want that people want to say. I'll I'll read it off online. It's all good. But anyway, peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. So instead of saying I'm still fly, I'm going to wish everybody to have a piece of the good life. Hey, one of the coolest things about doing this is that pretty much, you know, the opinion thing, I love watching different stuff, but it gets real hard to watch everything and get it done in time. I literally finished watching Jupiter's Legacy maybe about an hour or two before watching this, um, putting this online. So, you know, seeing the difference, uh, the cliffhanger ending. I'm like, wow. So, you know, if you know of anything else that you picked up or gleaned from that episode, hey, let me know in the comments. Tell me some theories. Tell me what you think about. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here.
us goodbye, girl. Listen, baby, it ain't a lie, girl. And I, and I can't deny that.